Okay, we're okay. We're off. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Hello, welcome to In Bed with Mars and Helen, episode nine, and uh, we're in a bit of a silly mood. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're it's uh, it's Wednesday morning. Our holiday is coming to an end, and we're on the sofa at Helen's house in Durham. And uh, are you all right? Are you okay? Why can't we just tell people we're in bed? Why not? We're on the sofa. All oh, right, we're very good at not lying. <laughs> so even though it's called in bed with Mars and Helen, we're often not in bed when we make these. We're often where were we? Where were we for one of them? We were sat in a. Back room of a pub on bar stools. That wasn't, that wasn't bar, him. That you wasn't bar him. Still, darling. <laughs> that was, you are in a silly mood this morning. <laughs> oh. Helen's in a bit of a silly mood. I think she's a bit. I don't know. She's a little bit. I don't know. Excitable or something. You're like, a bit excitable, aren't like, you? Like a spaniel. Like a spaniel. Am I going to take you for a walk? <laughs> take me where. <laughs> Walkies, walkies. <laughs> oh, let's get let's get the collar and lead. <laughs> that was your your idea, not mine, Helen. Zero, zero, zero. Well, you see, well, you always bring it down a peg or two. Uh, you do. You always you make do. it. You always you take normal conversation and you turn it into something to do with SEX. <laughs> and. But our audience likes that. <sighs> well, our audience is sick in the head, then, aren't they? <laughs> Talking of our audience, talking of our <laughs> sick audience, we would. <laughs> we are in a stupid enjoy, mood. We are in a, this we song, are in a stupid mood this morning. Talking of our audience, we have we are going to acknowledge some of our loyal listeners. We are. Javi, of course, she was our very, very our first listener. Our first listener. My mum and dad, Jean and John. Yes. Uh, Terry, Terry, of course, the provider of the supermarket episode we didn't really like that but you know hey ho jill janine provider of our cheese episode sarah Sa- no sarah oh, sarah sorry laura, laura tammy, tammy of the provider of the episode that we weren't allowed to talk about because we don't actually know what it well, is ask tammy for, a, for an alternative that we can talk about yeah okay annette karina, karina julia carol and our worldwide <laughs> listeners. Our worldwide fan base. Yes. It's going to be like, do you remember Roland Rat in the 80s? He used to go, yee, rat fans, yee. It's going to be like that, isn't it? Can we have it's going to be, hello to our fans all over the world. I, th- I think you need, do our readers, readers? No. Our readers. Do our readers, do our listeners think that Miles should write a theme tune a little jingle for our episode. Oh, I'll see what I'll, or, s- I'll see what I can't do. Well, no, or put one of your songs. Yeah, I don't your, know. I, yeah, we need, okay, we need a yeah. jingle, otherwise yeah. I'm going to sing. No, I like the fact that I like the fact that it's very simple and lo-fi because all the others have got their jingles and with this episode is sponsored by and we don't do any of that crap. Yes, only because we haven't got sponsors. <clears throat> Yeah, and only, and only because I'm too lazy to be bothered with all the tech stuff. We had an editorial issue yesterday, and instead of editing it out, the blip <laughs> out, we had to record all of episode eight all over again. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. Right, anyway, in this episode, in this episode, we are talking about customer service. Because you wanted Because I want... Well, why did you say it like that? Like it's a problem. 
Customer service, it does do my head in. Customer service in in the UK. I don't know what our listeners will think of this. Maybe they'll maybe they'll write in with their with their opinions. But customer service in the UK is rubbish with a capital R. I think with all of the training that you've got to do, all of the jobs that I've done that were customer facing, whether it's working behind a bar years ago, you sort of no matter how bad a day. No matter how bad a day you had, you always had to be really, really polite, funny, courteous, um, almost engaging with somebody, even if it was just for, you know, a few seconds or a couple of minutes. And now people, a lot of the time behind the counter, whether it's in coffee shops of, um, you know, worldwide um, uh, Starbucks uh, Costa. <coughs> Um, they just don't seem to be able they don't want to be there which fair enough they might not want to actually be there and it might be a job on a weekend if they're at uni or whatever but still I think the customer experience and just smiling at somebody could potentially make their day and do you know what we were in somewhere yesterday because we were coming we were coming back from uh, Northumbria yesterday and we stopped at Amble and we went in for a little coffee in this place and both the ladies there were, had big smiles on their faces and it was lovely to see it uh, but you're absolutely right. A lot of the time, you just feel as if they're not interested, they can't be bothered. And the worst thing is when they're having a chat with somebody and uh, they can't they can't uh, sort of be... They're not prepared to sort of stop chatting to the person that, on their team instead of looking at you, the customer. Mm. And I, I quite like in Sainsbury's, which is my favourite supermarket, Sainsbury's of Sedgefield, uh, sponsorship deal would be absolutely amazing from them or like you know <laughs> you're just dropping it in 10, there 10 percent yeah because the, cause the head shopping. of sainsbridge marketing is listening to this aren't they it might be you just do no, not no, know no, no helen i don't think you so you just do not know anyway go on yeah but um i think that they engage with their customers because a lot of the time people go in there um and if they're able to you know they're struggling in there with the, like the little shopping trolleys and what have you and it might be the only conversation that they have for that week that day or whatever you know so just five minutes of conversation with somebody what harm does it do and also little interactions psychologists say to us that when we have little interactions with people who are strangers or relative strangers is really good for us just to have that little 30 seconds 60 seconds of chatting to somebody is really really good for our kind of like our emotional spiritual well-being yes um, I want to give a couple of examples of customer service that was really poor and customer service that was really good. So recently, I told you about this. Well, recently, I pulled into a well-known consumer uh, uh, stop that sells sausage rolls, uh, <laughs> <coughs> eggs, uh, and there were two muppets behind the behind the counter. Shouldn't say that, really, should I? Was it Kermit really, and Miss Piggy? Kermit and Miss Piggy. And there was a guy, they were serving this guy in front of me. I was, there was only two customers in the shop, me and this other guy. They were serving this guy and he had a complicated order involving sandwiches and drinks and coffees and blah, blah, blah. And there were two people behind the counter and they were just, they, they couldn't sort of bring themselves to serve him and me at the same time. They were both doing this. She was doing something with the chain. She was just standing there like, like, like Miss Piggy does. Uh, and, I stood there. I stood there for several minutes waiting for this to finish, and then that finished, and he went. And I said to them, "Does it take two of you to serve one person?" And they sort of looked at me, and then she gave me the wrong change. Absolute, totally useless. It was useless. 
if I was the head of Greg's, I'd be like, that is not good enough. Um, so you I'm, could, sounding, I'm sounding really stroppy now, aren't I? You could have been undercover boss. Yeah, Greg's. exactly. Yes. But in undercover boss, it's always it's always a nice it's always a nice uh, outcome, isn't it? If it was if that was me doing undercover boss, I'd be like, right, guys, we are setting up new customer service training because what you said earlier, just just basic being polite. If you can't serve the person, say, I'll be with you in a minute, sir or madam. But they they hardly ever say that. Drives me crazy. But I'd also give, because I don't want to sound too much like Victor Meldrew here, also give an example of really good customer service. Last year, I had a little holiday when I went to Egypt for a week, just for a little chill out in the sun, bit of swimming, bit of reading, just chilling out. And they were absolutely, the people that ran that place were absolutely amazing. They couldn't do enough for you. They were like, every day they were like making up my room and stuff. When I arrived, arrived late at night, they, they said, oh, would you like something to eat? And they got me a plate of food. They were absolutely brilliant. But honestly, we could learn so much from, from, that, from that kind of level of attention. It was fantastic. Yes. You've gone, you've gone quiet and pulled I've the got, face. I've got, I haven't. But you, you're, you're very good at customer service because you work in an industry where there's a lot of interaction with the customer. How do you, how do you try and do it? Well, we have to do it. There's a certain amount of training that certain it's it's working. It's working. There's a certain amount of training that we do anyway, but there's a certain amount of thing that is just instinct. So as Miles says, my, my job is, is customer facing. Um so I'm a funeral director, so I'm meeting families at the worst possible time of their lives. Um so my job is really to integrate myself with the family, um, get to know them, get to know their personalities and basically um, work alongside them because after all, it's it's their opportunity to make a bespoke um, funeral service for their loved one. Um, so I just guide them along the way. So you've got to be there. You're, you're a counsellor, you're an administrator, um, sometimes you're a teacher because a lot of the time, um, families have never experienced this before. But so I think you're, I think what you're sorry to interrupt. I think what you're good at is you're good at being attentive, aren't you? And you treat them. You know that there's a person behind that. That that customer isn't just a customer. That is a person who's got life and emotions. And yeah, you've got you've got to treat them um, how you would want to be. Exactly. How, how treat you, others how you would want to yeah, be treated. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That, that I think I think that is the golden rule is in life, isn't it? Is treat other people in the way you'd want to be treated. Yes, and I think a lot of people, so obviously mine, mine's an extreme version of customer service compared to, you know, working in a supermarket or whatever. But still, the difference that you can make to somebody's day just by smiling at them, you know, when you're handing them the change, could make a difference to that person, you know. So let's just be more customer customer friendly let's be more smiley let's be more smiley more smiley, smiley. like those two lovely ladies in that cafe yesterday they were lovely they both had big smiles they were so nice and uh let's be a bit more like that a bit more smiley i think we're very smiley do you yeah i don't always i i mean i try to be i try to be conscious of how i come across but i think sometimes like if i'm focused on something and then i get interrupted like i get a knock on the door or something and then i'm a bit less probably a bit less smiley no i mean me and you are smiley to each other oh, are we yeah <laughs> I just, say, I, just <laughs> I just flashed a Helen a little smile there, but she's calling it fake. How dare you? I'm glad you said you flashed me a smile and you ended that sentence. 
How dare you describe it as fake? Is it not? She's fake? looking. She's looking at me with a sweet expression now. I think I I'm. I think sweet. I'm forgiven. Oh, you are always <laughs> forgiven. You just. You're just a tinker. <laughs> so there you go. That'll do. I think. We'll, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, have we? Have we had any problems being sent in? No, we haven't had any yet. I think what we'll do is we'll make up one for the next one, and then right. and then and then people will get the idea. Then can you put it so it's back on? Ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> I'm going to try if I can do a simple Gmail account to um, Miles and Helen at gmail.com. I'm going to try and do that. So hopefully the next episode that will be working. Okay, so. Hope you have a lovely day. We'll let you know. We'll let you know what the what the email is. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we will be back soon with our tenth episode. Tenth anniversary, tenth. darling. Yeah, don't go. Don't get too excited. What's our tenth anniversary? It's not. A, it's not really an anniversary, is it? Oh, well, that's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. like, it's <laughs> like ten episodes. It's not really an anniversary. An anniversary is like it's like a year. Why can't we have 10th anniversary podcast? We will be back soon with our 10th episode, which Helen is calling our 10th anniversary, <laughs> which I think is a bit over the top, but never, never mind. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, good night, au revoir, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Cheers for now. Love yous. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>